You're listening to Channel Radio. It's half past ten. Channel Radio News Update. U.S. Secretary of State Antony Blinken has arrived in Israel to press for more humanitarian aid to be allowed into besieged Gaza. His visit comes as Israeli troops tightened their encirclement of Gaza City, the focus of Israel's campaign to crush the enclave's ruling Hamas group. Elon Musk has been in conversation with Rishi Sunak to close out the UK government's AI safety summit. The tech billionaire said AI technology could bring a future where paid work is redundant. The threat of flooding remains high in the south of England as the UK feels the after-effects of the de- devastated Storm Kieran. Nick Powell from the AA has some advice if you need to drive during bad weather. If we do need to go out, there's some checks you need to do to your vehicle. Have you got essentials in your vehicle, such as warm clothing? Have you got breakdown cover? Have you got any medication that you need to take that needs to be in your car? Have more than you need just in case you do get into a, a tricky situation. And Beatles superfans were the first to get their hands on the historic final single from the band at a special midnight launch event in Liverpool. That's the latest from Radio News Hub. I'm Paul Blundell. Radio Works. To commemorate the end of Black History Month and the 75th anniversary of Windrush, a sculpture of HMT Empire Windrush has been unveiled at Tilbury Docks. Here's Scarlett Douglas to tell us more. Every week, more than £30 million of National Lottery players' money gets donated to great causes across the UK. And this year, we're celebrating Windrush 75. So more than £1.2 million of National Lottery funding has been awarded to more than 140 community groups across the UK that are celebrating and commemorating the Windrush. And I'm so proud to be here. Channel Radio Weather. Cloudy with outbreaks of rain in the northeast, variable cloud with scattered showers further south, but brighter with less showers in the southeast, staying windy for most and highs of 13 Celsius. You're listening to Channel Radio. I can almost see it, that dream I'm dreaming, but there's a voice inside my head saying, you'll never reach it. Every step I'm taking, every move I make feels lost with no direction. My faith is shaken, but I, I gotta keep trying, gotta keep my head held high. There's always gonna be another mountain, I'm always gonna wanna make it move, always gonna be an uphill battle, sometimes I'm gonna have to lose, it ain't about I get there Ain't about what's waiting on the other side It's the climb The struggles I'm facing The chances I'm taking Sometimes I knock me down But no, I'm not breaking I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most, yeah, just gotta keep going and
This is Channel 2 Radio, the Mindset Matters show with Sinat Noorani. Hello, hello, beautiful people. Yes, it's that time of the week again for the Mindset Matters talk show. I'm your host, Zenat Narani, the Clarity Coach for the next hour and a half from 10.30 to 12 noon. And I would like to welcome you all back, my regular listeners, and anyone tuning in today for the very first time. So welcome to the Mindset Matters show. Of course, we kicked off the song with uh, Miley Cyrus, Climb, which is my signature song for Mindset Matters, as it is a great reminder that we are constantly being challenged, we face obstacles on the way, but it's about keeping going and finding solutions and getting the resources that we have around us to get over that mountaintop. And with the right mindset, the right support and resources, you can do it. Absolutely can. And of course, I want to thank my sponsor, show sponsor Intune PR. They are proud every time they get a client media coverage and write a perfect piece of content for their blogs and websites. They are also very proud to support this show, which shares much needed wisdom and helps people every week. Thank you, Intune PR, for your ongoing sponsorship. Now, throughout the show, don't forget to connect with me. And if you've got any messages or shout outs, then tweet them in or email me them at mindsethorizons at gmail.com. That's mindsethorizons at gmail.com. Because I'm here to share your story, what's going on in your lives, um, what are the things that you've achieved. Who are you helping and supporting out there? So let's use this platform to bring about greater awareness of mental health and well-being. Because the Mindset Matters show is dedicated to supporting and bringing about awareness, breaking down stigmas around mental health and well-being. We share lots of um, tips, tools, strategies, insights on this show. But not only that, we have expert professionals that come on here. We have lovely and informative discussions and they also share what's working for them and their clients. But what I truly, truly love is when my guests that come on here and share their personal story the ins and outs of the struggles, the challenges, the darkest moments I've had and how they have come out from the other side, that they have seen the light at the end of the tunnel. Because it's those stories that we out there are going to be able to resonate with and importantly know that we are not alone. We are absolutely not alone and we all go through challenging times at some point in our lives. And it is absolutely okay to reach out and ask for help because that is the bravest thing that you can do is asking for help and not to ignore anything that's going on. And if you notice that your moods are changing, your habits and patterns, and they're not working for you, then it's important that you don't ignore these signs and these symptoms 
and they can be mental, physical or emotional. So please think about your self-well-being, the self-care that you need at all times. And I know it can be difficult because we get so absorbed in our day-to-day life and work and chores and family and all sorts of things like that. But it's fundamental that you really, really think about your day. Set patterns and behaviours into place that are going to work for you. And of course, you know, work on saying no when you need to say no. And that's really important. And it can be so empowering. And actually, I've noticed when I say no to somebody that I can't do it right now, but I'll look into it or get to it soon. I feel great. But not only that, you are respected more because they're valuing who you are. And if they don't, I would question that. Right. This show and any other shows can be caught up on anchor.fm forward slash Zenat hyphen Narani MSM, but also available on any audible platforms. You can listen to the show live on channel radio through uh, going to the website or you can download the app Get Me Radio. Also, if you launch the device on Alexa, you can listen through there as well. So it's time for this week's affirmation. But remember, life is an ongoing journey. Take time to see the goodness and the beauty in your strength. Because when faced with adversity, it can be hard at times to see the woods for the trees. Fears and uncertainties begin to set in. Um, But this is a natural feeling. It's part of life. Just acknowledge them and accept those thoughts and feelings and don't allow them to become the fears that hold you back. Okay, so this week, the affirmation is disruption is just a change in energy. It won't last forever. Disruption is a change in energy. It won't last forever. And this is something that you might say before you go to bed or you wake up in the morning if you're going through some sort of difficult times and you're feeling like the energy's off or something. Okay, but believe in yourself and take this time to focus on you. Do share your thoughts with me and what you think about that affirmation. Disruption is just a change in energy. It won't last forever. Okay, because there's energy around us constantly, all the time. Right, we're going to go into a music break. But when we come back, we'll look at some of the highlights and things that have been going on. This tune is in memory of Matthew Perry from the famous sitcom Friends. And I thought it'd be perfect to play this, um, given the fact recently, I think a week ago, he um, sadly passed away and will be truly, truly missed. (laughs) 
awesome, awesome tune. Matthew Perry, may you rest in peace. You will be truly, truly missed. Um, loved you on Friends. I mean, do you know what? That is a sitcom that you just can just keep on watching and watching and watching. And you know what? If you haven't checked out that video to this song, you've got to. It's so great. It just brings out joy and happiness. It's a really, really great video. It makes me smile every time when I watch it. Yes. Um, right. Last week, I shared a poem from Emma Mayhew, which is all about mental health and well-being. But to try and bring out the positive of this poem and how we can move forward. And Emma Mayhew is someone who experienced uh, mental health issues, both directly and indirectly. And she wanted to do her bit and spread the word as much as she could, because mental health matters. And she wrote this poem actually for World Mental Health Day and um, I, to help raise awareness and help create positive change. She's a writer and she writes poems and children's book, but that's her side hustle. Hopefully one day to see those books in the store, I hope. But in the meantime, she has her own business and she does uh, marketing, SEO, that kind of stuff. All right. So anyway. Her poem is called, Have You Ever? Have you ever had a day when the world spins around too fast? When the sunshine turns to storm clouds? Or you're caught up in the past? When cracks appear everywhere and the floor starts to give way? When noises seem much louder and when everything looks grey. Have you ever had a day when you're overcome with fright, when you're worried and confused and you cannot see the light? When you're going round in circles, when you have no words to say, when anxiety consumes you and your nightmares come to play? Have you ever had a day when your doom scale is so bad? that nothing makes any sense and you feel intensely sad, when you can't find the answers, when you feel like you will fall, when you're lost in a deep, dark pit and you don't know who to call. Have you ever had a day when you wish the pain would go, or at least if it has to stay, the mental wounds would show? As suffering in silence is what makes it so much worse. Hidden disability, turning pain into a curse. Have you ever had a day when you're full of strength to cope? When your energy engulfs you and the world is full of hope? When you feel you have purpose? When you're going the right way? When it's joy that surrounds you? Have you ever had that day? Many people with um, or struggles or will struggle with problems occasionally, but for some, finding inner strength to climb over those mental hurdles is an ongoing battle. And 
this is to bring brighter days, that things need to improve. So those that are affected have brighter days, like the positivity of one outlined in this poem, days of hope, fulfillment, strength, positivity, and purpose. To enable positive change is to occur. I think we need to speak up and speak out, and we need to listen and work together to communicate more openly and widely about the subjects that affect us. So together, let's pull together to push through these boundaries, these barriers of stigma and taboos and raise awareness. And on that note, we're going to listen to Taylor Swift, Blank Space. for a weekend so it's gonna be like a daydream. Say I didn't warn ya Boys only 
Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. And we're back to the Mindset Matters uh, show. So if you just tuned in, that's what you're listening to every Friday from 10.30 to uh, 12 noon on Channel Radio 2, also available on the recorded platforms of the Audible's platforms. I said that twice, didn't I, actually? Uh, yeah, so on, available on all the Audible platforms as well as my podcast channel where all the live shows are transferred. Now, it is November. So, started on the 29th of October and it goes through to the 5th of November. It's International Brain Tumour Awareness Week. And we have from the 1st all the way till the 30th of November, the whole month is National Novel Writing. So uh, all those writers out there, what are you doing to mark National Novel Writing Day? Of course, for this whole month as well, it is Movember. Movember, gentlemen, get your moustaches ready. Responsible for thousands of moustaches on men's faces in the UK and around the world. The aim of this Movember is to raise vital funds and awareness for men's mental health. Okay, and there's a few dates regarding men's mental health coming up as well. We have on the 2nd of November, which was yesterday, but um, it's something that should be taken on forward. It was Stress and Awareness Day. So it's about raising awareness, publicity and profile of stress and its impact. And how can we reduce the stigma while promoting the importance of well-being and stress reduction? Because out there, there are a lot of people who don't want to show that they are stressed. And this can impact them even more. So breaking those stigmas down, understanding that there are lots of ways that we can reduce stress. And one of them 
is by taking action, becoming self-aware and talking, talking about it to the right people to help you reduce that stress. We have 13th to the 19th, Trans Awareness Week. So this week is to help raise awareness and the visibility of transgender people and the issues, address the issues members of this community face. Um, without, with all these awareness days and weeks and months, please do let us know what you are involved in. What are you doing to mark them? Um, are you taking part in it? Are you helping raise funds? Um, are you organising anything? I would love to share what you are doing and how you are making a difference to mental health and well-being out there. We have, again, for that week, the 13th to the 19th, Anti-Bullying Week, which is organised by the Anti-Bullying Alliance, ABA. The ABA is made up of anti-bullying organisations from all over the UK. So bringing them all together to really understand how we can prevent bullying, whether it's in schools uh, universities, colleges, the workplace, wherever it may be. So marking that week. Self-care week is also in that week, which is an annual national awareness week that focuses on embedding the importance of self-care across the communities, families and generations. On the 19th, we've got International Men's Day, which will then mark the positive difference to the well-being and the lives of men and boys. Domestic uh, violence, action against domestic violence is a 16-day, uh, pr- uh, sorry, a 16-day um, act- of actions where it's a time to galvanise action to end violence against women and girls around the world. Also, I mean, with this Awareness Day, I know we mark men and women, but, you know, a lot of them apply. It doesn't matter who you are, male, female, what gender identity you are. It, somewhere in, you get impacted by these some of these things. Maybe one thing, two things or more. Okay, so it's just reminding ourselves that these are important things that need to change, that we need to talk about, and it's ongoing. So how are we together going to make those changes? And then the other date I've got for you is Disability History Month from on the 16th of November all the way through actually going into December 16th, up to December 16th, Ooh, which is the day of our panto, Aladdin. Anyway, sorry, I'm, I'm digressing. I'm moving off track. Uh, so Disability History Month is an activity to raise awareness and support people with disabilities. Now, what else happened? Oh, some great news. So I went to Churchill Theatre um, to buzz for our Bromley Buzz podcast. Uh, one of the, a short play that was playing in the theatre studios part of the Churchill. And it was called Marble Cake. And it was a two-person performed show, co-written and performed by uh, Nathaniel, sorry, Nathaniel, uh, Nathan, Nathaniel Allen and Olivia P- 
Penhello, excuse me, sorry for that. And it's also co-produced with Creative Learning. Now, it was a one hour performance or just under, and it was spectacular. It really hit some points in the heart, right? So from the moment I sat down and the lights went up to the final bows with standing ovations, the audience were captivated on a roller coaster ride of emotions. Um, there was laughter, there was tears, there was inspiration, there was sadness, there was happiness, all in one. Now the show, as I said, was an excellent performance by Olivia and Nathaniel as two estranged dual heritage siblings that are reunited after eight months, forcing them to suddenly reflect on their opposing perspectives of the world. They really get to the heart of how not talking about and not listening and communicate not communicating issues can truly impact and separate family members. So the one hour intense play tackles things ranging from issues like, I mean, which are still found today on multi-ethnic identity, family dynamics, abandonment, and challenges faced by a family member with an illness. And in this case, in Marble Cake, it's the mother suffering from multiple sclerosis, MS. But the beauty is the power of sibling love reunites them and it leaves us all with hope. A fantastic, fantastic show to see. So it's if it's ever in your town, it is a must see. I mean, it truly opens up your eyes and provokes questions around how there are different perspectives in the world, but shows that these do not have to define us. It really is an empowering production. And the beauty about this is in, the, in about a week's time, I will be interviewing Nathaniel and Olivia about marble cake and the reasons why they started this how it came about so please do uh, tune in for that it'll be played here on mindset matters and it will also be played on the buzz uh, bromley buzz podcast so keep your eyes and ears peeled right so there's been some great things actually happening this week uh, which has been absolutely wonderful for my my own mental health and i've really thoroughly enjoyed it kind of stepping out doing things that i normally wouldn't do so i went to a murder mystery at fat stands for halloween and this was organized by mercedes yearly from quest soul theater and she it was a 1920s so we all dressed up we all were given our characters and i played lola and Darren Wheel of Intune PR, who sponsors the radio show, is also the um, co-host of the Bromley Buzz podcast. He played Alfonso Liguini, and then his wife played Sugar. Uh, uh, you know, and there was just, uh, yeah, loads and loads of different characters um, playing different things. And it was incredible. You know, for a Saturday night, you were kind of stepped out of being... Well, I stepped out, you, we, I stepped out of being me and was able to immerse into a different decade, the 1920s, 
and be something else. And it felt great. It felt empowering to be that character uh, who is quite a sassy character, loved men, <laughs> and the men loved her because she could sing, dance, act. But then all the other ladies were not too happy with Lola. No, but it was a wonderful night. And I thank Mercedes Yilly for putting this on. And I know it was really, really hard and stressful. It was a lot to get together. And we're all asking her, when is the next one on? Well, hopefully there will be one on next year. But she needs a team behind her. She absolutely recognises that. And I, you know what? And I think that's with a lot of things with us running our own business or, you know, whatever it might be, if you're trying to organise an event, it's all well and good trying to put it on by yourself. But it's so, so important to have a team behind you to help with the pressures and the anxieties, to give you a bit of a break. You know, it's a bit like, me putting on the panto for Aladdin on the 16th of December, I wouldn't be able to do it all. I mean, I could, I could, but the stress that I would get and the anxiety, it's not worth it. And if there are people out there who've got talents such as Mercedes, who is an actress as well, does drama and acting, why not bring them on board to help you create that production, that event that you want to do? So again, it's about making the right decisions, looking at your priorities. And uh, yeah, well, anyway, I'm going to be volunteering for uh, to help Mercedes out. She will have me for when she does the next murder mystery event. But it was really, really good. And I've never been to one. So for me, it was a very, very first. And that was on Saturday. And then on the Sunday, so two late nights in a row, which is very unusual for me. Believe me, I, I suffered for about two days, two and a half days, <laughs> catching up on the exhaustion. But a gentleman called Sumit uh, uh, Jalan, he put on a Diwali event called the Big J Jalebi. And it was about bringing the community of diverse people together to immerse in the culture as one. And it was an absolutely fantastic hit. The singers, the dancers, the the classical dancers, uh, uh, the, the, the food that was by a Michelin star restaurant, the... Uh, you know, Sumi and his wife, Ritu, it was just, they pulled it all together. From even the decoration in the room, which was held at Oakley House in Bromley. So well done for putting on such an amazing event. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. If you have a look at our social media posts, that will explain the, the you know, the event in itself. And it was an auction ball event and proceeds went to Maypole Project and also to a yoga retreat, which is out in India. And it's to help uh, young people um, out of, to get off the streets and learn about yoga and give them an education and taking them through. So it's all about supporting them out there. So a cha wonderful charity um, called the Yoga Retreat. I think that's what it's called. So well done, Samit. An amazing, amazing job. Right. I think I've chatted a little bit too much there. Um, 
I think your ears are probably wanting another tune. And this one that we're going to break out um, into is by Lizzo, To Be Loved. Um, sorry, To Be Loved, Am I Ready is the tune. Sheesh! Mm. <laughs> Girl, I'm about to have a panic attack. I did the work, it didn't work. That truth, it hurts. That damn it hurts. That lovey dovey shit was not a fan of it. I'm good with my friends. I don't want a man. Girl, I'm in my bed. I'm way too fine to be here alone. On the other hand, I know my worth. And now he calling me. Why do I feel like this? What happened to me? Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Nurani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. 
Welcome back and you've been listening to The Mindset Matters here on Channel Radio 2 from 10.30 to 12.30 noon. And it's all about bringing about greater awareness, breaking down stigmas and taboos around mental health and well-being. This is a weekly radio show. So you can also find us on the catch-ups on my podcast platform, anchor.fm forward slash Zenat hyphen Narani MSM. You can listen to us on all the audible platforms as well. And if you're tuning in live, it's either on Channel Radio 2 website or through Get Me Radio app, also available on Alexa once you've downloaded the device and launched Channel Radio. Right. Um, yeah. Do you know, recently I was reading an article uh, online from the BBC News and the one that appeared was very, very interesting. And it'd be great to hear your thoughts and views around this. And um, the headline was failure to act on suicide website linked to 50 UK deaths. So apparently the British authorities had failed to act on a multiple official warnings about a website that was promoting suicide and that has been connected to at least 50 deaths. And according to the BBC, what they found. Now, the online forum, which um, has not been named, is easily accessible to anyone on the open web and including children. And that is shocking. So an investigation has identified uh, multiple warnings to the government by coroners and also by a number of police investigations, but the forum still remains active. So why is this forum still remaining active? Uh, If suicide is such a big thing, this should not be happening, especially if children have access to it. Uh, Families of the dead, uh, apparently one of the youngest was just 17, and a family member had said that the failure to act led to more avoidable deaths. And that is so true. If only action is taken, if action is taken, then then they're going to avoid those deaths. But because nothing was taken in terms of action towards it, more deaths happened. So there's a whole inquiry going on about this. They're speaking out despite the risks um, that others may find the forum because they want action now and it's to shut down and prevent deaths in the future apparently the forum's founder remains uh, elusive but during the investigation they managed to track one of them down to his hometown in the u.s so the government was first warned by the coroner about the forum in december 2019 so Kelly Lewis had been as- assessed as being autistic, a young age struggled with chronic depression and suicidal thoughts. Now, she um, had spent just over a month as a member on this forum. She researched new suicide methods and brought materials, which later she used to end her own life. Now, without those forums, um, you know, this is coming from Kelly's mother, Sarah, she goes, without these forums, I think my daughter would have struggled to find the information that she was looking for about how to die. 
sorry, I'm just left, you know, every time I read this, it just literally gives my hairs at the back of my neck go up. Uh, you know, if if you have been affected by anything that I'm reading today uh, about this or anything on this show, please reach out either to myself or reach out to uh, a trusted friend, your GP or another professional, but do not suffer in silence. Please, please, please. You can even go to the BBC Action Line where there'll be help and support available. Um, right, so they are doing an inquest onto Callie's um, death, uh, you know, and how this role was played on the forum. After the inquest, coroners, um, you know, do have a duty to ask public bodies and companies and individuals to explain steps they plan to take to prevent a similar death taking place in the future. Now, this um, called a pre prevention of future death report. However, it is still advisory only and doesn't lay down what actions should be taken. Patricia Harding, which is the senior coroner in charge of the Central and Southeast, she wrote to the Department of Culture and Media and Support raising the concerns that Callie was unable by the advice provided through the forum to frustrate uh, a mental health assessment and thereafter taking her life. In her opinion, according to, sorry, in her opinion, so Miss Harding, action should be taken to prevent future deaths. And I believe you have the power to take such actions. Now, the 50 UK deaths, you know, which they have discovered, and at least six coroners have written to the government uh, demanding the actions to shut the forum down. Collating inquest reports, press articles, posts from forums uh, itself have been identified, um, you know, and it is up to 50 UK victims that have died because of this forum. They've also learned that at least five police forces are aware of the forum and have investigated deaths linked to it, but have been unable to take action. Now, the forum hosted abroad uh, is well known among those struggling with depression and suicide. And it has more than 40,000 members worldwide. More than 20 million messages have been posted, many of them horrifying graphics. Only last month, a post on the forum showed an image uh, of a package that arrived by a courier, apparently poison ordered by a child in another country. Um, in, you know, it was quoted in the article, it arrived while I was at school, they wrote, and I called my mum and told her not to open it. I'm going to use it today. Wow. Yeah, sorry, it's, this is shocking, 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 shocking news. Um, there was another user that posted a photograph of his hotel room with equipment set up ready for a suicide attempt. There, there, there's just so much on this um, article and something has to be done. I mean, how can something not be done about this and take so long? Or if they are, why is it taking so 
long for something to happen. Uh, right, as I said, if you have been affected by anything that I've read, then please, please do reach out. You've got the BBC, you've got Mind, you've got Samaritans. Um, reach out to someone if you are struggling with any mental health concerns. Right, um, you know, I go into work a lot as the Clarity Coach to support organisations with their employees and the leadership and management, CEOs around stress and anxiety, but importantly, well-being within the workplace and how people can be happier, more productive and taking less time off work. Those six, 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 those sick days that people take because they are struggling and more and more this is happening and I read recently a report where research was conducted by the Chartered Institute of Personnel and Development, the CIPD, that they had unveiled, unveiled sorry, a concerning surge in sick days taken by workers in the UK that have not been witnessed in the past decade. And, you know, a lot of this is the impact that things are not being put into place correctly, but also are not being shown and leaders are not being proactive of making this part of the culture um, within the workplace. But of course, no, but absolutely, of course, people also need to take responsibility for their own well-being, mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. Because there are companies out there doing a magnificent job in providing so much resources and support for their employees, but then the employees aren't taking advantage of that. So there's got to be a partnership there. There's, you know, if you've been given things that are available to you, use them. Don't be afraid to not use them, okay? But then also management, leadership should be checking in with their staff. See what's going on. Having those conversations, those open conversations about what's going on. You know, so about this report, you know, experts are sounding the alarm about the implications of health and productivity of the workforce. And I am one of those people, okay? Uh, there are findings renowned within the workplace, mental health specialists and co-founders have found, and they are emphasizing the pressing need to address these escalating numbers of sick days. The sick, the increase in six days among UK workers is indeed concerning. This is a clear sign that the mental and physical health of our workforce is undergoing significant change and strain with the pandemic, with um, the cost of living crisis. We, you know, the NHS struggling. I mean, there's so much happening. It is just mind-boggling and people are 
have had enough, probably, because they don't know where to look. There's no consistency possibly happening. So how can we motivate our workers? How can we make them more productive? How can we make them feel happier? But even the leaders have to feel happy themselves, the CEOs as well, because the mental challenges that many workers face, exuberate by ongoing pandemic and economic pressures and are manifesting in the these rising risks of sick days. Employees need to also understand that we must support a resilient and productive workforce, not only for output purposes, but also because we have the moral imperative to ensure that you, the workplace, that we are supporting each other better, even for small business owners. So how many, you know, the question is, how many sick days are we taking? Well, apparently, according to research in the UK, okay, employers in the UK took an average of 7.8 sick days in the past year. A stark increase from 5.8 days, which was recorded uh, sort of pre-pandemic. So the CIPD has attributed the surge to a combination of factors, which I've spoken about on many occasions on here. It's the stress, the ongoing challenges posed by COVID, you know, and the escalating cost of living crisis. Now, they also did a further study that minor illnesses were the primary reasons for the short-term absences, which followed quite closely by uh, musculoskeletal injuries and mental issues. Now, disturbingly, the research also indicated that due to the stigma and the fear of being judged or penalised, individuals are more likely to conceal, and that's what I'm talking about, that they are taking time off work for mental health issues. And this is a big problem. This is a huge, huge problem that is happening. You know, there has to be an emphasis of the importance of ongoing support for everyone, for employees, and they have to be offered that practical solution for managers to enhance the mental health and well-being of their team, their employees. You know, and the way this can be done is be available for your team with regular one-to-ones. It costs nothing. Make time for those regular one-to-one meetings between managers and team members and provide that essential platform for employees to discuss their concerns, including those related to mental health. Because as managers, if you start to talk about it and show that you're open to listening, your employees are more likely to open up with you. But be empathetic and not judgmental. These are the key things for conversations and so that you can build that trust and engagement. Now, the other thing is upskilling. And, you know, in the management section and also giving the right mental health training that employees can start implementing those tools and strategies. Okay, managers, well, actually, you know, it's also about your own self-awareness. 
and your own emotional intelligence because managers need to build their emotional intelligence and mental health awareness to effectively support their teams. Uh, investigating um, and researching and then investing in management training will equip them so much better with the skills and the confidence to lead with understanding and kindness. The other thing you could look at is identify and create a support system. So matter just, again, it's about communication. Uh, as you know, I'm always talking about that. You know, foster that open communication and the empathy, recognizing unique needs of each of those employees. So know your employees well because they can establish peer support networks or employee resource groups focused on mental health. So providing them a safe space to share their experience and coping strategies. So giving them that space. The other is to introduce mental health and well-being training sessions. Proactive mental health training covering topics such as stress management, building resilience, work-life flow, all of these kind of things, overwhelm, can empower your employees to navigate the challenges they may be facing or may face in the future. So let's use these things as a preventative. Don't provide all this training when it's too late and all this support. Have it from the beginning. Because by implementing these initiatives, managers can help to alleviate the rising trends of sick days and create that supportive work environment where your employees feel valued and understood, right? With the, you know, with the implications of the pandemic still lingering around, and it is, and probably will do so for some time, these efforts of changes are essential, not only for the well-being of the workforce, but also for the future, the long-term success of business in the UK. So... Let me know your thoughts on that. Message me, email me. Let me know your thoughts on any points that I've mentioned today. And if you are a organization out there that is making huge strides and changes in the well-being of your staff, I would love to hear from you and how this has positively impacted your workforce, so where you were and the changes that you've made. Because by sharing those changes, it's going to attract other organisations and businesses to hopefully step up. But it has to be everyone. It has to be part of the workforce culture. It can't be in isolation. You can't put something in there and expect it to magically happen. Action needs to be taken. Commitment needs to be happening. Review, evaluation, and continue. Like anything, it's growth. And life is a journey. It is an ongoing journey. And it doesn't stop. So, I hope that has been really, really useful for you. And 
I think it's time to break out into another tune. We're going to look at My Mind and Me. This is by Selena Gomez. When I hear a part of my story, I tried to hide in the glory and sweep it under the table so you would never know. Sometimes I feel like an accident. People look when they're passing and never check on the passenger. They just want the free show. Yeah, I'm constantly trying to fight something that my eyes can't see. great tune and actually on that note I would like to play a song called Issues by Julia Michaels it's another wonderful wonderful tune I'm jealous I'm overzealous when I'm down I get real down when I'm high I don't come down I get angry You just like that, and I can leave you just as fast. But you don't touch me. Cause if you did, baby, I touch you too. No, you don't touch me. Cause if you did, baby, I touch you too. Cause I got issues. Things, but you're perfect. 
fully wired circuit And got hands like an ocean Push you out, pull you back in Cause you don't touch me Cause if you did, baby, I'd touch you too No, you don't touch me Cause you see it from the same point of view Cause I got issues Welcome to Mindset Matters, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Sinat Noorani. This show is dedicated to offering insight, support and tips covering a range of topics related to addressing your mental health and well-being. Each week, guest experts and brave inspirational people share their personal journey and experiences about their recovery, bringing awareness and change to the importance of breaking through this long-standing negative stigma. Welcome back to Mindset Matters Talk Radio Show. So we've only got about 15 minutes left till the end of the show. And since we were talking about employee well-being, I thought I would leave you with some tips that you can use to motivate your team and also, you know, why it matters. So this is really, if you've got a team behind you and you want to motivate them more, this is what you can do because to achieve greater results, you should be constantly thinking about how you can inspire and motivate your team members. So I'm going to be sharing with you some of the things that you can start thinking about that could be critical to your organization's success. And to start with that culture, that coaching culture, so that you can steer your employees in the right direction to achieve the goals together. So I think it's really important, first off, share your vision and set clear goals. You can only motivate and inspire your team if they know what they're working towards, the purpose. So making sure employees are aware of your vision and what the ultimate goals are for the business and for their tasks, what's expected of them, because this will encourage everyone to work together to achieve better results. As well as doing that, regularly 
set clear and measurable goals. That whole SMART method is a good one. I mean, there's lots of other ways that you can set those goals. I tend to use the SMART goal method. You know, and by having those measurable goals that are clearly set and that are framed by this vision so that you and your team are on on track for that progress and they are able to see their results, their success, where they're headed. And all of this is in a more tangible way. So supporting alignment within and across the team cultivates increased productivity and can help your employees feel valued and motivated. The other thing is to communicate with your staff. Communicate, communicate, communicate. Part of clear goal setting relies on the effective communication with your team. It's a two-way street and you should make sure that there is a constant flow of communication between you and your employees to avoid misunderstandings, uh, mis-messages, anything along those lines. Because this way, you can not only keep up to date with what needs to be done, but you can also listen to their ideas and opinions and feedback because they're the ones that's kind of in it. And then therefore, there's that constant conversation happening of what's working, what's not working, what needs more, you know, what more needs to be looked at. So this will ultimately have a positive impact on your business without a doubt, as they may approach dilemmas in a completely different way to you. So it's good to hear those ideas. Uh, regular check-ins is also important. Giving them that opportunity to come up and talk to you. So you have that open door culture that you're available for them if they're struggling with something or they need to clarify anything. So make sure you're available to contact. That doesn't mean 24 seven, but being clear about these are the days that I'm here. This is um, when you can talk to me, but have those opportunities there so that you are approachable in your attitude towards communication. This will make your staff feel involved in the business and its operation, which will further motivate them to achieve better results because it will be a happier workforce. Third is encourage your teamwork. So the best kind of organizations or businesses and companies are those where everyone works together cohesively. So make sure that you are all, all team members are in alignment to this point and are on point. So encouraging and promoting teamwork will boost productivity because it makes employees feel less isolated and helps them to feel more engaged with their tasks. And they've also got the support of each other. And you can do this by regularly holding team building activities and opportunities for your team members to bond and to get to know each other. So then if there are any conflicts, you are resolving those conflicts. So conflict and resolution. Think about when hiring new staff also by considering how they will add to the team and the company culture. Even if someone is experienced in a role, it doesn't necessarily mean that they will work well with the rest of your employees. So it's that whole cohort thinking about the bigger picture. Four, a healthy office environment um, has a significant impact 
on productivity, contentment and creativity. Healthy and happy employees are more likely to feel motivated, inspired and engaged. Create a space that's enjoyable to work. Think about the environment as in the decoration, what you've got available to them, where employees want to spend their time. Be conscious of privacy, noise, air, quality, natural light, areas to relax and ambience. You don't always need to invest a lot of money to have this. Okay, simple little changes can work. And by asking your employees, what is it that they want? What's missing? And trying to do your best so that it kind of works for everyone. So encourage those healthy attitudes by offering healthy snacks, access to exercise. Again, it's that whole well-being, whether this is in the form of a gym membership or participating in team exercise classes. Promoting healthy habits, you can help your staff to maintain their energy levels and reduce their stress. You know, office perks such as these will also make your team feel more appreciated and further encourage them to do their best work. And don't forget about your remote employees. This is really fundamental and I know it's hard. So you've got your remote employees, you've got those working in the office, then you've got your hybrid. They need as much attention and support from your side to create a healthy work environment for them too, especially if their office is at home. Okay, and they may have other distractions. So keep in mind that employees that work from home, regardless if it's just a few days per week or a constant basis, will have different struggles than those employees that are in the office on a daily basis. So again, making sure you run regular employee engagement surveys for remote employees to find out what they are struggling with so that you can support them better and help them to create a productive and positive work environment. Okay, supporting them regardless of where they are located. The other thing is, um, sorry, <clears throat> the other thing is giving feedback, positive feedback and rewarding your team. The power, the power of positive feedback is sometimes overlooked, but recognizing how applauding achievement inspires team members as they can see themselves progressing towards the goals of the company. So when employees achieve results, put in extra effort and do outstanding work. Make sure that you tell them that you are grateful and be very, this is important, very, very specific in your praise. What are you praising them for exactly? So an example would be, um, don't just say, good job. No, that doesn't, good job on what, how, you know, give a little bit more, spend that time, explain why it was a good job and how it helped benefit the business. So they feel valued. This will not only motivate your employee, but help them succeed with their future work and reward your team for hard work, whether this is in the form of monetary rewards, gifts, perks, or more responsibilities and independence. Find ways that you can reward your team, but is unique to them, right? There's no point giving them 
vouchers for a place or a gift for something that they are going to have no use at all for. So it all goes down to knowing your employees, what they like, what they don't like, their strengths, their weaknesses, all of that. Six, six point, sixth point, provide opportunities for development. Okay, so team members will feel more um, valuable when they are learning and upskilling, constant upskilling, because life and society keeps moving forward and new things keep coming in. And a great way to stay motivated is by learning and upskilling to motivate and aspire, which will then help achieve greater results. And yeah, it's about providing your employees with opportunities for growth and development, that personal development. That's going to be beneficial for them and for the business. These, and importantly, these opportunities should be tailored specifically to suit the individual and can be in the form of further training, setting challenges, setting targets, inviting an employee to shadow you, or even spend own, their own time teaching and mentoring somebody else so they feel important that they're passing their knowledge and skills on. Focus on teaching your team those important transferable skills that they could use in different positions and encourage them to set themselves those learning goals. Transferable skills are so, so important because we often forget about those. And when we either change position or go to a new job or try some, a new career line, we're like, well, what transferable skills do I have? Okay, as leaders, do, uh, do not be afraid to upskill your employees of the fear of them leaving or moving on. Because if you're putting all that motivation and inspiration into them, they're not going to want to leave. And if they do, isn't that a great feeling for yourself as leaders to say, oh my God, I'm so proud that I provided X, Y, and Z to that employee and is now doing better and success in their life moving forward. So it's how you look at things is really, really important and fundamental as well. Finally, give employees the space they need to thrive. And I did a post recently about this and a video about micromanaging bosses because they can quickly stifle creativity. By giving your employees space and autonomy, you clearly show that you trust them and trust them to get the work done in their own way. This can really, really inspire individuals to find more efficient and streamlined ways of completing their tasks and to discover those gaps in their set of skills or even in the department as they work. So give your employees space, okay? Don't micromanage them because space goes hand in hand with reducing meetings and checking in those acronously. Okay, when possible. You, yes, you want to have those meetings, but not those meetings where you're checking in on them. Okay, by clearly clearing your calendar, you can give valuable time back to your employees so that they can get in their own flow zone. 
and do their best work. So motivation is an essential part of work of any workplace, really. And you should be constantly striving to make your employees feel motivated, valued, empowered, inspired, all of that. And if you do this, you're, you'll be sure to achieve the results that you need. In the end, your workforce can reach its operational of excellence. So if you're struggling in motivating your team or your management, then, you know, think about personalized coaching. Tap into that, into your team's full potential. Personalized coaching is a great way. You know, get in touch with myself, have a chat with me and see how I can help you with your organization, where your team members Members, your team members may need um, further motivation, inspiration, guidance, what's in place. Okay. Right. I hope, again, those seven tips have been really, really, really useful for you. If you take one or two of those things and try and implement them, that is a great start. But then be consistent with it. As I said, that continuity is fundamental open communication talking and listening to all your employees to each other is fundamental as i said right we are coming to the end unfortunately to say adios hasta la próxima semana goodbye and see you next week but before i do if you would like to know how I can help and support you with your goals and any challenges which may be stopping you moving forward, uh, you want more clarity from me, the Clarity Coach, then please do get in touch with me. You can pop over to my website or connect with me through social media. So that's seenatnarani.com. Thank you once again for um, tuning in and for messages and all of those kind of things that keeps the show going okay and if you're somebody who would love to share your experiences your recovery journey then do get in touch with me at mindsethorizons at gmail.com also if you're a professional expert out there then please get in touch with me as well now finally but not last i would like to thank intune pr with a passion enormously for sponsoring the Mindset Matters Talk radio show and the difference that they are making to sharing and bringing about the importance of mental health and well-being. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Continue to tweet in, share the Mindset Matters with your friends, family, network and colleagues. This show is about breaking down stigmas and taboos. So together we can achieve that. Hashtag let's talk better. Hashtag let's listen. I leave you with you, my mission. Empower your mind to live the life that you desire by helping you find and forge your path in life. Keep safe and keep well. Mindset Matters Show, exploring mental health and well-being horizons with Zenat Numrani on Channel 2 Radio.
can almost see it That dream I'm dreaming But there's a voice inside my head Saying you'll never reach it Every step I'm taking Every move I make Feels lost with no direction My faith is shaking But I, I gotta keep trying Keep my head held high There's always gonna be another mountain I'm always gonna wanna make it move Always gonna be an uphill battle Sometimes I'm gonna have to lose It ain't about how fast I get there it Ain't about what's waiting on the other side The struggles I'm facing, the chances I'm taking, sometimes I knock me down, but no, I'm not breaking. I may not know it, but these are the moments that I'm gonna remember most. Yeah, just gotta keep going. 